Hello, friends. This is the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. Podcast, podcast. Do I need to be closer to the mic? Maybe. That doesn't sound like Ashley Hatter, does it? There's a reason for that. If you haven't... Sorry, I can't do the, uh, the, the thornberry impression. The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you couldn't tell by the title of this episode, this is the IRC Jerusalem number two canceled. Why is it canceled? Well, let me do that after the intro. Because it's a deuce, it's getting flushed. <laughs> Hi, I'm your usual host, Caleb James. Normally, I'm joined by Ashley Hatter on the IRCs, but he was so ill from reading that. No, he wasn't. Uh, Though, I think his brain did start to melt as well. Um, Well, didn't he read like a paragraph and accidentally get turned into a frog or something? Something weird happened, yeah. But I was going to bring him on so we can do this final cancellation IRC, but I figured really what's the point. I'm just going to keep this short. I will go through my notes that I had for whatever I had, because I don't even remember, honestly. But joining me... (laughs) As Ash's replacement right now, the normal co-host of the show, Spencer, the Illinois imposter church. Ooh. I couldn't think of an I word that would be associated with Ashley, but you can be an imposter still. Because you are not Ashley, good sir. Nope. Your beard is not nearly red enough. It is not. Boy, oh howdy, why are we canceling? Well, here's the problem. The IRC Jerusalem, Alan Moore's Jerusalem, tanked. Not the, not the downloads. It, it tanked because right when we got into it, I got COVID. I literally had COVID during the recording of the first episode when we just started reading this monstrosity, and I was so psyched to get through it and stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, and then I got, and if you listen to the first IRC, you're like, oh, yeah, he doesn't sound too bad. It was like right after that. I got re- like so sick I couldn't read, couldn't focus. If you listen to the other podcasts, I've discussed this. I was out. Couldn't hold a 10-pound book. Yeah, I was just out solid for weeks, and I didn't... It took me over a month to actually, like, fully recover my, you know, no more brain fog, get my senses back, just get back to kind of normal. Uh, I would say almost two months before I physically felt normal again. So that obviously took a toll, but we were like, okay, well, now I'm back. We can get back to recording. Like, it was about three or four, like a month after that happened. And actually, he just had a library copy, so he's like, oh, I'll get it out again. Well, then, my marriage was coming. I was getting married and then going on vacation, you know, for a week right after the the wedding. So Isn't that called a honeymoon, sir? Yeah, but we didn't, like, do a romantic getaway. I mean, we went, you know, across the country and did fun know, adventures. You guys were, like, on snow-top mountains and, you know what I mean? If it wasn't romantic, I think that had something to do with you, sir. I had COVID. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't have COVID then. <laughs> I was I was a, over a month out, two months out almost. No, it was just a month out. Anyway, that's besides the point. So on my honeymoon, uh, did all that stuff, came back. So now we're looking at like almost two months since first starting Jerusalem and then not reading it. And I was reading it sporadically throughout, so I did get the second IRC ready to go, but then I didn't have anybody to go with. So I'm just going to give my notes on the second part, uh, then do a little ranting on the fucking shit. And then I'm just going to be done with Jerusalem. I'm going to keep reading it, but it's going to be between everything else I'm reading. Do you think you can have it done by the end of the year? No. No? I mean, I technically I can have it done by the end of the month if I wanted to. It's just uh, the time and uh, the anger. You know what? I'm, I'm going to stop shitting on Jerusalem for a minute because I ha- I did really like, started liking it until this last chapter I was on, which also was a catalyst for me just bailing on the IRC because he went, 
No, I'm, I'm just going to get into it. Just get into my notes. I don't remember where we left off in the last one, and I'm not listening to that again. So I'm just going to start with chapter one. I know we did like a full prologue because the prologue's like 50 fucking pages of just dense text. So these are just my notes verbatim, which are not detailed. So I do not know exactly what all this stuff means anymore. It's been over a couple months since I've looked at these. Uh, so I said, I found the view of the American Civil War from someone living in England at the time to be interesting. There was a part where the story, because this is all about his, his uh, you know, fucking love for Hampton or whatever in England where he grew up and stuff. So he, every chapter is a different period of time in Hampton. And then there's some magical weird stick uh, shit going on too. I forget exactly what this was about. He did bring up like the American Civil War. And how, like, the you know, some English people were viewing it, like, people in Hampton were viewing it at the time. And that is the inner, because we never think about that as Americans. Like, what did the rest of the world think about the American Civil War? Because, like... Well, we can ask when the next one happens. <laughs> and, yeah. In England, it's uh probably even more interesting because there was, you know, that we weren't too far removed from them yeah. at that point. It was only, like, a thousand years, a thousand years, a hundred years later... Uh, from, or no, the eight, was the war eighteen twelve with the British? Because we had the Revolutionary yeah. War and the War of 1812. So we really weren't that removed from no. There's probably English people involved in the Civil War. So I just thought that was a, the interesting point in the thing. Uh, I have page 58. Like the scene when Ernest Ern Vernal is paid to touch up a chapel ceiling fresco and the painting of an angel comes to life and talks to him. The, the angel's hard to understand words explode and unpack like a zip file in Ern's head. I thought that was cool because it's not speaking English. Like, it's speaking some language this guy doesn't know. He's just like an like old the time. Language of the gods. Yeah, it was just like early like fucking that. late 1800s guy. You know, he's supposed to paint this church. He got paid to do it. So he's up high. Nobody else can hear him. And then this fucking thing starts moving. He's like, I will say Alan Moore's writing gets really good here because it's like you're reading an acid trip. Yeah. Like the way the like he writes the visuals of what's happening and then like the language like it does. It's like it, information explodes into this guy's head. It doesn't just it's not like he's understanding what it's saying. It's exploding in his brain. He just understands what's going on. And he fucking goes mad. It's like it's pretty wild. And that's a great character name. Yeah, Ern. He has a lot of great character names in here. Ooh, I actually have wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ooh, I don't is this about... I'm just going to read this. I don't know what this picture's from. I don't know if this is for the second part. I, it says funny part about rusty cups. That's what I wrote under it. So uh, this was a still from the book. A still. <laughs> a picture from the book. I'm thinking like a movie. I got one a still those, from the movie. Bo- photograms. I've been having trouble with the, <laughs> the reading the Jerusalem. It's really making imagery go in my head. These steam... Oh, boy. It is, it's hard reading his writing out loud, though, by the way. I'm just going to point that out if I sound like an idiot. These steam there at the table's far end now, alongside a collection of the dirtiest tin mugs that Bill had ever seen, another loan from the begrudging clerics. Dented and dilapidated, these had blotchier complexions than poor Strawberry Sam, Bill's young apprentice at St. Paul's. Shit-colored rust was crusted at their rims, and one was, and one was gnawed through by a... <laughs> Shit. I, li- I like his descriptions. <laughs> Wait, I gotta start that. Shit-colored rust was crusted at the rims. <laughs> Shit-colored rust was crusted at the rims, and one was gnawed through by a bum wipe of corrosion, so you could see daylight. Rubbing the last scabs of grout off his board, Bill made a mental note to see as neither him nor Ginger got the cup that had a hole, unless they wanted hot tea pissing in their laps. 
I think that's a very great way to say there's just a rusty hold yeah. filled cup. Like he, he could have just said there's a hole in the cup. You didn't have to say all that. But uh, I enjoyed the extra effort. But as I described in the first, the shit colored rust. Yeah, but as I described in the first episode, uh, while I find that whimsical and hilarious reading that as just this picture, when every single paragraph has writing like that, all it starts to get daunting. Yeah, uh, he does go overboard with his own fucking smell and his own farts and stuff. It's like doing a whole bunch of max reps. Yeah, you can only do so many. You yeah, you can't. You can't just keep that up. Uh, then I end this part with enjoyed the description of Ern going mad. So I don't remember that, but there, yeah, I kind of remember it because he had a history of mental illness in his family. And I think we talked about in the first episode where it's called like going around the bend and Alan Moore paints this picture where you go, it's essentially going around the bend, but in your mind. And once you go around, like there's nothing. You're just in a void of, you know, you're lost in life and your brain and you're just, it's your life's done. You're crazy. You know, it would be cool if, uh, you know, if you, uh, if it turns out that like his family, since it had like a, a history of going crazy, that it just has the history of like angels talking to them. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That would, well, it could. I don't, I don't know. I haven't got that far. Actually, no, I did get to the part where it finally describes the angels. Uh, I'll go over that briefly. Chapter two is called As- Asbus of Desire. Asbus. A-S-B-O. As Asbus of Desire. I just have a block here, and it's called Weird Narration Style. Like I said, when I started this, I didn't realize that every chapter is not only different time, different people, but also different narration styles. Like, this one was from the point of view of, like, some kind of dirty hooker lady. So, it's her narration style. But every, narr- like, every, you know... Chapter is a different narration style, and that gets fucking hard to get used to. They could do all this stuff now where they where they faked things, like September the 11th of the moon landing and that, or like, who was it, Kennedy? Who was to say they'd not get married after 1987, but it was all covered up and all the pictures changed with CSI effects. Nobody didn't know nothing for sure, and they were fucking liars if they said they did. Now, this is the hooker lady, and... She talks like that the whole time, and it's like, uh, uh, she is like a conspiracy theory nut, and she's obsessed with Princess Diana, so that's what you get with her. And there was a scene which I just have two straight prostitutes do lesbian stuff while smoking. Smoking what? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it's dubs. Uh, even either way or drugs, because she's a druggie. Uh, it was just really weird to be the way he wrote that scene. I wish I would have screen capped that one too. Because, again, I, I fucking took pictures of my book. It wasn't, I don't, it's not digital. I don't want to keep saying these words. Screen cap? You can't screen cap a book, Caleb. Yeah, at least not a, like a digital one, you yeah, can. Yeah, can't screen cap. You can't eat cats, Kevin. <laughs> you can't eat cats. Well. Remember <laughs> that from The Office? It's like, you can't eat cats. He can't eat cats, Kevin. Like somebody told him <laughs> that before. Um, so, but it was just weird because like it was two straight prostitutes, and he's just like, "Why were they having sex?" It was because they weren't getting paid or anything. They're just hanging out. I was like, "Well, thanks. Oh, all right." And they're just that picture, half tooth, fucking weird. Ugh. Marla has a strange, drawn-out interaction with the countryest guy in the street. She yeah, she runs into this weird country dude, and it's just a very bizarre scene. And then chapter three, I just had, it's called Rough Sleepers. And the only thing I wrote is interesting bit of time travel with Freddy stuck in sex loop with Patsy. This is where the book got really good for me. It was this old guy, Freddy. And it was really boring at first because he's just going around Hampton, just fucking talking to other old people. 
And at some point, he's eating like this fucking. I thought it was mushrooms. I don't know what they were. I forget what they're called. But it, like, it's described almost like a fucking potato. Like this, his buddy that he goes to see just digs it out of the ground and he eats it and it's gross. And it's got like seems like drug kind of properties, but it's not like hallucinogenic. Anyway, so this whole time you just think there's just old guys going through, and he fucking it really goes on and on and on with this dude. But then he goes to see his friend Patsy. This is where he's going for this whole time to see Patsy. And he's, he's, but he ends up checking up on his other buddies who like have gone missing for years at a time. And it's just like weird shit. Then he goes to see Patsy and all of a sudden he's young again and he goes in and then they're having sex. And then it, it goes into describing how, uh, he's dead. They're all dead. All his friends, everybody's talking about, they're all dead and ghost. So they're stuck in a time loop, but they're, it's voluntary. They, they're stuck because they just want to be stuck. So he's just going, th- he just goes through whatever he wants to do, uh, from his past till now. So he goes through this time loop with Patty and it doesn't even sound like it's enjoyable anymore because every moment he knows and she knows what's going to happen is described and then he just sperms like cold ectoplasm. Uh, yeah, then as soon as he leaves, he goes back to being old again and then it ends with him going to do this pole game that he wanted to go to up in the ceiling, which we talked about in the first episode. Like, what's up in the fucking up in the ceiling of the pub? It's like this secret stairway that climbs up into the ceiling of the pub. And that's where the angels are playing this weird fucking game, which is what the cover of my copy of the book is with the penis drawings and stuff. I just thought that was drawings and doodles. No, that's what this pool table looked like. It was this weird game they're playing. And then I'll, I'll end that chapter there. The next chapter, I think, is the one that made me fucking quit is because half like the whole thing is set like in the 1400. Like, I don't even know. Medieval times, maybe really far back. And it's just this fucking guy. I don't even remember what he's doing. He's just walking and. I got very bored with that, and I'm really struggling to get through that chapter. But anyway, Jerusalem seems to be every other chapter. It's a different time period in history during, you know, the rise of Hampton, and uh, all different people, all different narration styles, all different writing styles, all different descriptions. Like, I know there's a part that's like 40 pages where it's like Finnegan's Wake, so just fucking nonsense, and then there's 11 chapters of kid choking on something, cough drop candy, I don't know. So anyway, if you folks uh, are disappointed so, we didn't stick with this, I'm sorry, but I don't think you would have enjoyed it because I'm not. So you said you made up to second, third chapter, second, third or fourth. So, but so, I'm uh, almost 200 pages in. I was, was going to ask what's the do you, if you remember the page count. Yeah, I'm I'm between 150 and 200, and I'm like maybe I think I'm four chap on the fourth chapter. It's a long book. I'm not even a thousand pages in. Or, I mean, I have more than a thousand pages left. Oh. Sorry, I phrased that wrong. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, after we're done with, like, first person singular, and, well, I'm almost done with that Yukio Mishima book. I'm really dragging my... F- I'm reading it every day. It's just, like, this fucking end of this book is dragging for some reason. I got, like, 20-something pages left. Just not enjoying it? It got really boring. I just, I'm not liking this one as much. Whereas the last one went heavy Buddhism at the end, and I kind of didn't... Like, I started to trail off with that one. I was dragging my feet. Uh, this one is just a story. It's uh, it's trying to wrap up the loose ends of like you know the reincarnation and stuff that was going on in it. But uh, decay of the angel. Anybody's interested? I don't know. It's just getting a little not not as fun as I was hoping for. Uh, which I don't know. I thought a Yuki Mishima book would be fun. They're never fun. <laughs> but uh, it did this last chapter I was reading. It did perk my interest back up. And the good thing about his chapters is. Uh, a lot of them aren't very long. It's not like you just get a clean page break, new chapter. They just like pop up anywhere. So I'm almost done with that. But once I'm done with that, I'm going to, I'm going to probably read a bunch of mangas and just fucking, you know, palate cleanser, as you like to say. 
Uh, maybe some of those comics you gave me. And then I'm probably going to get back into reading Jerusalem at night. Like, uh, just, like, maybe five pages. That sounds like an awesome idea. Well, just, that's what I was doing before. Just, I'd read, like, five pages, a.k.a. a whole novel. And then I would uh, fall asleep, have weird fucking dreams, and then, you know, recycle you, the whole day again the next day. You you read it until the weight of it sitting on your chest slowly makes you pass out for the night. Yeah, it makes you tired. <laughs> I think does dig, man. Yeah, so... That's all I, I'm like Forrest Gump. That's all I have to say about that. Just go on for <laughs> 40 minutes and just talk about one chapter of Jerusalem. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> just like I'm reminiscing well, on Bubba's death. It almost kind of sounds like how the writing in it, in the book is. After all uh-huh. that, and that's all I got to say about Hampton. <laughs> and that's how the book ended. I would give it five stars. I would want that to be. Like a Nobel Prize literature winning book. If that's how that fucking thing ended. Like I'd want Alan Moore to get the Nobel Prize. If it just ended with. And that's how I have to say about Hampton. Like Jesus fuck man. You, you, you said everything there is to say. That's for sure. I'll tell you what. I really don't want to ever visit that place. He makes it sound so awful. Why are you. Why is this a love letter to Hampton. When you make it sound like it's the worst place in the world. It's disgusting. It's horrible, and every chapter is just a different point in history where it was awful to live there. And the people are atrocious. I don't like any of them. And it's not like, uh, from what I can gather, it's not like, well, at least, like, each thing, they kind of get better. It seems like they get worse. Worse. Much worse. And you know what? It's like, like, some of the characters are so British that you can't even understand what the fuck they're saying. Which, again, if you go to the first episode, folks, you can uh, hear some of that. Let me let me check something here. He spells Alan with one L. I don't know if I like that. Somehow that offends me, but it's not inappropriate. But it's not like you're an Alan, any you know. No, I'm not an Alan. Does he have a new book coming out or anything? I don't see it. I just I wanted to see he, if he had any new work coming out. I thought he retired from stuff. What he wrote Jerusalem, and then that was just anything he can do. Well, I know. I guess a while ago he said he. I thought he just retired from comics. Maybe, but you know, he's he's crazy. Only 20 minutes. I feel like that's a little too quick for an IRC. Usually these are replaced by a regular episode. And I'll feel bad if we shortchange our folks. So you know what we'll talk about? What's that? We will touch on, since because you were talking about rage quitting books or books that people say they read, but then they end up quitting or whatever, however you phrased it. Uh, we're going to do a whole episode on that. We'll find a proper list and things and stuff. But we can riff on it for a minute and just say some books that... Uh, We've personally quit. I've quit a book. I know you read Sleeping Beauty somehow all the way through. I may, I did it. I mean, well, I guess you could say I've I've kind of quit the uh, the complete collection of H.P. Lovecraft. It's been like a year. <laughs> it's been <laughs> yeah. like a year since I. I mean, I finished the story that I was on, but it's, you... but it's been like a year since I've been <laughs> since I've been back to it. May I mention a a book called Black Holes that I let you borrow? Oh yeah. You didn't finish that, I did, did you? I did not finish that. You quit and you threw it at me. Yeah, I did throw it at you. Like, fuck out of here with this sick shit. It's like, it's not that sick. It's gross. I didn't technically quit Moby Dick. I just skipped huge chunks of the book, which is essentially the same thing. <laughs> I can't remember the last book like, I actually quit, quit there. Like, I just didn't read the end of it all. Um, hmm. Was there one? There, there, was, there was a recent one. I, th- I remember just starting to read it and I was just fucking... Now, I will admit, I don't admit this on air normally, there were some indie books I've had, Mm, some novels that I ended up not finishing. 
Uh, and a couple of those were actually just because they were sent to me and it wasn't the genre I read. Because there's like there's certain genres that I'm just not interested in. So while the writing was good, the story just like it was never. I'm not the audience. It was yeah. never going to capture my imagination. And there's also a couple books I've uh, I've uh, bailed on because they were just garbage. So that happens too. We picked yeah. up books at conventions randomly, and uh, there's a few times I've gotten burned. Sometimes they look so professional, yeah. and then I re- start reading them while I'm at the convention if I'm bored, and I'm like, Can I-? I think I've asked you this one time. I, I got a short story collection off a, a fucking guy, and apparently it was supposed to be like a TNT award-winning. And, was, and it was only, it was small. It was it very small. Yeah, it was, it was small. like five bucks or something. Yeah, and I was like, would I be a dickhead if I asked for my money back? <laughs> I didn't, but I thought about just be like, hey, this was terrible, dude. My guy. I would have called him my guy, because <laughs> that's how offended I was. I was like, hey, my guy. <laughs> This is dog shit, dead ass. This is dead ass dog shit. No that's cap. Been, that's been in the sun for no days. No cap. Zero cap. Like how in the head. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't capitalize anything, right? <laughs> Wait, what was it? The, the, that's, that's the lingo of the youth yeah. today. No cap means no lie, Spencer. Ah. You didn't know that. I did not. Yeah, I don't think he capitalized. No. If he didn't, it was not on purpose. It was accidental. John Cena. Sorry, I seen the lunchbox. Fuck! I wish I could have, because I could have sworn I started to read something that was from a prominent author, like a one of them fucking classics that everybody's supposed to read. And I just was like, you know what? Fuck this book. I can't remember. I'm sure I would have bitched to you about it if I if this was recent. Yeah, that's why I was trying to look at your bookshelf there to try to see if anything. There's too many books here. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to come up with, like, a proper list here because... Do some, do some research. Yeah. Now, have you ever... This is what I'm interested in. Which comic reading uh, have you ever... I know you bailed on certain series or story arcs or something. Yeah. Or, you know, they switch writers and you're like, fuck it. But have you ever actually abandoned a comic, just meant, like, the actual comic itself, just, like, halfway through? You know, this fucking sucks. You just stop reading. Because I've done that for Book Club a couple times where I just like I don't like this and I just stop reading it. There was a Batman miniseries called Batman Odyssey written and drawn by uh Neil Adams, one of the greats. Used to be used to be one of the greats. Rare miss? No, or not decline. not no, yeah, the last past the past years have not been kind just to the decline. That's sad yeah. to see. And um I mean his art can still be okay, but like just a mixture of the story like I it was like Provisor series. And I bought the whole series because it was one of those things where I was like, I was just buying the issues and I was just put, yeah. put them aside and I was just waiting until it was Oh, done. that sucks. So you couldn't even like, I mean, I guess you could trade them in, but yeah. you couldn't have been like, read the first one. Like, oh, this is. Yeah. So I made it maybe halfway through and I was just like, this is terrible. And I've never read the other half. I think I've moved them into my boxes, to my uh. like my trade in boxes. But yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been bad. Um, trades, normally if I start a trade, I will finish it at least eventually. Have you ever bailed on any of the book club books? Because, we, like, that one witch one, I forget, I don't even remember what it was about. I think it was about fucking someone witches and, uh, or somebody in a castle. I don't know. I just, it was so dog shit. At least in my opinion. Like, other oh, people did. liked it, but I just, I, I bailed. I, I stopped reading, not even have, I didn't make it to the halfway point. Are you talking about, like, that super fancy one with, like, the, maybe, the, the yeah. fa- like, the talking, like, um, uh, cats and, like, it'd be, like, the girl with, like, the missing arm and, yeah, like, the stub arm. Yeah, that and it was, one. like, it had a lot of weird, like, 
underage like kind of nudity to it yeah i just i didn't like that i bailed on that i yeah, don't know who I, suggested I, it but i didn't i finished it because it wasn't it, it like it wasn't hard for me to read i could get through it but i wasn't like i just I, thought it was boring i was just like this isn't my yeah. cup of my cup of tea like i almost bailed on that one that was like about racism come to life as a monster. Oh, in that whole, in that, in that, um. Yeah. And I that, wish I bailed on that because the ending was atrocious. It, it was bad. Well, we just didn't get that one. It was like that, uh, like female adventure book. It was like the four, like Tina Valera or something. I can't remember what I it was. I know what you're talking about, but, but yeah. But like we looked at it and I was just like, this doesn't, because like the art. Was oh yeah. Good. We just showed up to book club without even reading the yeah. book at all. We didn't even have the book. We just no. went there and ate the free pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was another, but I think I bought Colin Booze that time that I felt bad. I brought like Kraken for him or something to try. Or, oh yeah. I don't remember. I think I gave him like a little booze. And then there was that one book that was like Egypt or Persia or something. And the art was really good, but oh, I, I, yeah. the story was kind of confusing and it just, I didn't care for it that much, but I'd actually finished that one. I did not bail on that one. Uh, I find I, I can bail on comics a lot easier than I can books. I don't know why, because you think it'd be the other way around. Because books, you know, that's a dedicated like you're in it now. You, you know, if you're really gonna read this thing, it's gonna take a while. Whereas a comic, you know, you can persevere and get through it in like an hour yeah. if it's a big one, like a trade or something. But uh, yeah, there's a, there are there's some mangas too. I started reading. I'm like, yeah. But usually those are the set asides where it's like I'm not in the mood for this now. Yeah. And then I have picked them up later, and I'm like, okay, now I enjoy this. That that which is a good feeling because sometimes you're like, oh, does this suck? It doesn't look like it should suck. Why am I not liking this? But sometimes it's just your mind. Frame. Well, you know what I find what the manga is good for? This is the poop reading. Poop reading, yeah. The light, I well, guess. not the ones that you get, but like a normal manga, like the little small ones. The the, the light, so you don't have to, you know, heavy yeah. when you're when you're holding, and you know, quick reads, you know, a lot of action. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna end this on this one book. I wish I would have rage quit. You know what? Fuck it. Two books, okay. but the the second one I actually ended up enjoying. But I'm gonna give you some some, some deets. Right. Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad. I'm sure you heard me rant about this before. It's of such a short book. I don't even know if it's considered a novel or a novella or whatever. Still just hated it. It's so verbose and racist and dog shit in my opinion. I fucking hated every moment of it, but because everyone in the group said it was in the literature group said it was so great, it's one of the best and it was always on the top, you know, you got to read this. I fucking hated every moment of it, and it took me like weeks, maybe even a month to read this short-ass fucking book, and finally I got through it, and I just threw the motherfucker away. I don't even think I have the copy anymore. I think I actually <laughs> threw it away. I was like, this is trash. Uh, the second one was Notes from the Underground by Dostoevsky. It wasn't that it was bad. It was that the first half is just the ramblings of a madman. No story. And I was getting... I'm sorry, but 1800s Russian oligarchy and fucking whatever social classes and stuff that was going on at the time does not interest me. So a guy ranting about that stuff, I barely understand. And I was fun, and he was going on about life, death, everything. It was just Dostoevsky's fucking you know philosophy on life, which I really don't care about either, because like obviously you're gonna be depressed when you're living in 1800s Russia. And I barely got through it. I almost bailed on it. But then the second half's the actual story, like the guy's story. Like he goes out and does stuff, and I really enjoyed that, which made the book condense down to just like a two and a half star, maybe three for me. Was you ever cl close at all on rage quitting either the 
either the past two IRC books. What was the last one? Uh, it was Catcher in the Rye. And... Catcher in the Rye, I did not... Because it was, it was just a normal-sized novel. So I enjoyed it enough that I finished it, but I wouldn't read it again. And I also, if I could go back in time, I just wouldn't have read it. Yeah. Because I just thought it was a waste of time. Whiny kid, it was fucking stupid. But I didn't, like, hate the book. It wasn't one of those things where it was just like, oh, I fucking want to quit and not read. Like, once I started reading, it's like, I'm going to finish it. It's not a problem. I just, you know, didn't really enjoy it. Uh, the first one, House of Leaves. I will say maybe I, I did a Moby Dick with it, whereas the main book I actually did read, but there was like 100 or 200 pages at the end of the fucking thing. That's like, I don't know, 40 pages of just random quotes, fucking poems, fucking weird shit, different letters that I don't know if are connected to the story or not, but they're not connected to the main story. Uh, a lot of that I skipped. Uh, cause I was already finished with the story and I was like, it's not adding anything to my reading experience. Uh, but that was one where if I wasn't reading it for the IRC, I would have bailed on it because it was fucking stupid. But the main story was so good that that's what kept me going. Cause I was like, I want more of this. It's fucking cool. But that, it was so like sparse. Like why? Like fucking Mirakami's pubic hair mentions. It's always very sparse. Why? <laughs> I get <laughs> We just recorded a Mirakami Minute, by the way, folks. We still got pubic hair on the mind. Well, I do. But uh, I just thought it was uh, very daft of uh, Daniel Lewski to focus so much on nonsense and bullshit for arts, I guess, modern art's sake or whatever he was doing versus telling that fucking really cool story about, like, the house with the fucking room that expanded finally and shrink and, you know, if you can get an abridged version that was just that story, it'd be really cool. Uh, so anyway, folks, that was our, me and actually Hatter who bailed so hard he's not even here today, <laughs> uh, bailing, us bailing on the he, inebriated he, reading he challenge. He bared so hard that he couldn't even be here to bail. Yeah, and you know what I think was also the main downfall, I should have mentioned this at the top of the fucking episode, it's IRC episode, we drink when we read these, inebriated reading challenge, that's what the point is, we drink and talk shit about the book, or if we liked it, which hasn't happened yet, we, we would uh, praise the book. I had COVID when we recorded. I couldn't drink. Yeah. So there was no drinking at all involved in this. And that was also something that, of course, I don't know if that would have helped with the, the denseness of Alamore's. Uh, but we would have been doing this series for, for, which I was stupid for me to mention. Like, I thought the only way, it, I, I thought of it like House of Leaves. I thought, oh, if I could get Ashley to read this with me and we have to do recordings on this, I'm going to finish it in a, you know, timely fashion. Verse, like, because, like I said, House of Leaves, I wouldn't have finished that probably if we weren't doing the show. You know what you guys should have did? You should have, like, banked up episodes. Yeah. So, you know, like, if you got far enough into it, then you could stop playing them. And then, even if you did, like, it, like if it ended up like this, you could still release them later, but you, you know what I mean? Well, you... literally after the first recording, that was when I got sick. Like, during the first recording, I was sick, so. I wish we would have did the hike for an IRC, because I think that would have been really fun, drinking while... Yeah. I mean, we did a book cast. That was just a great book. I, I might have to read that again sometime, actually. I wish he would come up with like, some kind of sequel or something. Yeah. I need well, to check out his other book. Yeah. He has another book. I forget the name of it. Uh, but anyway, if you want to check out our non-verbose uh, writing, you can go to DrunkenPenWriting.com. Follow us on Twitter at DrunkenPenWriting. Instagram and Facebook, DrunkenPenWriting. Uh... Thank you very much for listening. Sorry we couldn't have kept up with this series, but maybe the next IRC won't be so daunting. Because also, like, if people want to follow along by reading, that this would be a very difficult book. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people are picking this book up. 
Uh, thank you, folks, and uh, check you next time.